wait, 7 o'clock Sunday night, time for the sports oh, Excuse me. I'm a little too excited. Time for the sports phone here on KZYX. We got a, a fun setup going on here. Uh, Jerry, that's me. I'm hanging out in Oregon as usual. Eddie is hanging out in the studio, uh, the Ukiah studio. Jim is who knows where, somewhere between Pittsburgh and Jamestown, New York, in a rented car. Uh, and taking the place of Jim is as I think is one of the cleverest names ever, uh, Backup Jim, according to the Zoom call, but it's it's Vince, a regular caller on the show. Vince Lee's hanging out. Vince, it's always a pleasure to do the show with you. Uh, so happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm an Eddie. Thanks for hanging out in the studio and, and taking care of everything as we get, the, we get the calls coming in. So I wanted to start, Vince, with a question to you. And, and this is a question that... I don't think I've ever asked you. I was thinking about it before the show, and I, I was trying to remember if you ever kind of explained this, and I couldn't think of any any time you've you've gone through this. So I figured, go ahead and ask you this question. So way back, back when I lived in Arizona, when we did this show on Wednesday afternoons, uh, when Jim and I presented this idea to you, it was say, hey, we're going to do this weekly sports call-in show. I'm just curious, like, what was your initial reaction? What were your expectations of it as someone that's like an avid consumer of sports media in general? And has it changed from what you thought it was going to be to now? I'm just curious, like, what your experience has been with it in that way. Oh, well, it's it's safe to say, Jerry, that um, I was excited when you guys presented this for sure. Um, I can't. Wow. You were in Phoenix at that yeah. time. So I was like, wow, that's that's crazy. Um I was just excited for the opportunity, A, knowing that you and Jim, you know, you love sports, you know sports. Um, I love sports. I know sports. I, I was a little concerned how the community would embrace the sports phone. I was optimistic, uh, as I try to always be. Um, but, yeah, for me personally, I was just like, well, this is great. I have a platform where I can get on there, talk to two friends of mine about things that we, we both, all three of us, love. And, and are knowledgeable about um, it, it, it to me. I don't think I had expectations about how the show would go. I was just very, cause I'm very, you know, good at like rolling with the punches. You know, I, I will bring topics, but I love just rolling with the topics that are being discussed for me. What I think at this point in the show is how fun, how fun it is to see how it's progressed from, you know, when I was originally calling, it was a lot of NBA talk or a lot of basketball talk and, you know, I, I even had friends that would joke, like, oh, it's the basketball hour. And, uh, and and we've seen that show now not – we don't talk about professional sports or one specific sport at all anymore. It's, it's just – it's such a variety of things. And, 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 and my concern of how the community would embrace it has easily been, you know, taken away because mm -hmm. this show is very popular and we hear a lot of fresh voices, a lot of people who say they don't even love sports but love listening to the show. I've had people talk to me about it on the streets. It's it's turned into a wonderful thing, which I thought it would. Yeah, it, it was interesting. And then we'll, we'll go ahead and dive in. But it, the, the part about how would we be how much engagement would we get on the show? That was something that Jim and I talked about. We talked about it with the station before we, we got the show going. Um, and I think the argument there, or not argument, but the, the, the theory we kind of went off of the whole time was there were so many people like you that Jim and I had interactions with just out on the street at a restaurant, having coffee or something 
that we had these conversations about sports with. We just figured if we could do it in that situation, there had to be more people out there that we just didn't know that were that were the same. And it's it's really played out that way, as you said, has evolved in, in so many ways that I, I couldn't have expected it to. Um, but for people that don't know what we're talking about right now, the sports phone, uh, this is an open forum sports talk show. Uh, Vince and I have played a lot of sports, we've coached a lot of sports, and we've watched a lot of sports in our lives. And and so we like to spend this one hour a week uh, engaging in a conversation about sports. And more importantly than that, we like to open up the phone lines to the KZYX listening community uh, to talk about whatever they want to talk about going on in the world of sports. It can be professional, high school, college, rec league stuff, anything you want to talk about, controversies, questions, rants, if you want to go on one, anything you want to talk about, as long as it is sports-related in some way, shape, or form, uh, we look forward to talking about it. The phone number to do that is 707-895-2448. So we look forward to taking calls all throughout the hour and having a good uh, good conversation about sports here. Really, really looking forward to it. Uh, so to get started, though, uh, we are going to continue with our sports phone uh, weekly quiz question. Fitz, how did it feel to be on the inside of this on the inside track this time? Because now you've been trying to normally guess the question. Now you not only know what the question is going to be, but you also know the answer. Yes, uh, it, it was nice. It was it was funny. It's it's one of those ones where I actually think, you know, I, I think when you asked me it, I was wrong with my first response and correct with my second one yeah but it was definitely one that i felt very good about like oh my gosh this is like almost top of my head the answer popped right in so it's kind of a bummer to be on the inside when it was one that i could have immediately <laughs> called and probably got. yeah no i think i think similar to what you said there i think if there's a football fan out there listening they're going to know the answer to this question so the question uh, of the week well, is going to be I, I will say this jerry i've been looking into this it, it's actually a trickier question than i thought Oh, interesting. There's a couple of teams that could actually be, you know, that are within a very close period of time Okay. Uh, of this. And, and one other team actually technically should be the, the, the one, the answer, but they're not because of like a, a, a just when they actually entered the league. Um, so it's very interesting. Like there's definitely some nuanced answers here that I, I did not realize when, I, when we were talking about this. But uh, oh, go ahead. I like it. I like it. Okay, so the quiz question, it's, it is football-related, as I tip my hand a little bit. Um, I would like to simply know, what is the oldest NFL franchise that is in continuous operation? Um, now, can, to define what continuous operation means, uh, same team name in the same location. So what NFL franchise uh, is the longest or is the oldest in continuous operation, meaning they have the same name in the same location. So, for example, to to, to say one that would uh, not be the answer to this, uh, the Houston Oilers, I believe, eventually became the Tennessee Titans. So they have since changed locations and team names. So they would not be an answer for this. So I'm looking for the for the, the franchise that has been in the same location with the same team name uh, for the longest period of time. So you can give us a call 707-895-2448 if you think you know the answer to the question. And with that, hello caller, you are on the air. You guys faded me in right away. This is <laughs> this is, so, so yeah, this is Jim. This is Mendo Jim. He is the, uh, the other uh, traditional host of the show. Jim, where are you right now? You guys baited me in for two different reasons. Number one, I'm about 45 minutes from Cleveland, so I'm going to say Cleveland Browns. 
That is incorrect. Uh, you're not going to... Uh, I mean, I just thought it was a good guess. You know, it was just about there. Uh, I am between Pittsburgh and, and uh, Ohio, headed to Jamestown, New York, as you said. I had one other thing to say. I, I feel really weird. I've never... I don't think I've done this before. Called into the sports club. I don't want to feel like I'm a bird, so I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna get off the air faster than you guys want me to. But <laughs> the thing I heard is when Vince was explaining the sports club chair, I was like, that it, the part of it that hit me home was I'm. He says, you know. I like sports, and I know sports, and Jerry likes sports, and he knows sports, so it was really a no-brainer. But the funny part is, when we started it, and still, I love sports, but I don't know sports. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting that, you know, you don't have to be an NBA specialist, or a, or, or a, or a baseball, or a pro football, or college football. Gee, that's so, so confusing. You don't have to be a specialist, and that's what I've liked about the sports ball. That's I, I had you guys baited me into that one too. I like that. I, I think that's a great, great response, Jim. I, I think that is what makes the sports phone so special is that you don't have to be a specialist or even an enthusiast. You can bring up anything that has to do with sports, and 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 it's a topic. And and, and we've had some great shows where we weren't talking about any mainstream sport for an hour. And the other thing, yeah, I, I mean, that's, the other thing is, uh, Jerry, remember when we were talking about why are you a fan type of, type of topic we were going to bring up at one time? Yep. Well, tomorrow morning, it's going to be a real bummer for a lot of people because I'm going to be at Fudgy Paranella's <laughs> coffee shop slash, um, probably shouldn't say it out of here. Uh, and there could be a lot of people there that lost a lot of bets on Buffalo yesterday. It, it, yeah, okay. yeah. I was going to say there's going to be a lot of disappointed Bills fans where you're going because they they lost to a team that I know has a good record, but I don't think they had any business losing to, to, to the New York Jets. That was uh, that was yeah. You're going to be with a lot of disappointed fans this week. To, to and, there, uh, the, and, and what I was saying is these people will be there at eight in the morning at the coffee shop and. It will be noticeably different when the Bills lose. These are fans. These are fans that get as excited as I do when the Warriors lose. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I gotta say, Gary, right. people better wake up, and and the Jets are good. Uh, all right, all right. If you say so, you know you know football better than I do. All right, I'm, I'm gonna let you guys go. Thanks. Okay. Uh, thank, uh, thanks, Thanks for filling in, Vince. Yo, anytime. 707-895-2448. Give us a call if you've got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports. You want to answer the quiz question. you got some topic you want to bring up. Feel free to do that. 707-895-2448. Okay, Vince, um, I wanted to you know, quickly – oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Jerry, just because you're, 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 you're upset that the, the Raiders are 2-6, and six, oh, you don't geez. have to <laughs> – I. I mean, if we could talk about it for a second, I I remember seeing that I was watching the game and I was very passively watching the game because I just expect them to lose. And they got up 17-0 again. And, and it's the third time this year that they, that's happened. And I just I remember thinking to myself, like, I, I, I was so numb. Like, they scored all these touchdowns and they were driving. I felt nothing. 
I didn't feel excitement. I didn't feel nervous. I, I'm just so conditioned. It's bad. It, it's really bad. I'm so conditioned to expect the Raiders to just miserably fail. I, 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 whatever high I was on last year when they made the playoffs, I've come off it, and I'm yeah. so far away from that. It's <laughs> oh, I, I don't even know what well, to think of. I don't even know, know what to think. It's it's okay. I mean, if, if, if Tampa Bay wouldn't have scored a 60 yard drive in the last 40 seconds in one day, <laughs> I'd be in the same position. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, so um, I wanted to do a couple more, a couple of high school shout outs uh, while we were waiting and kind of getting rolling here on the show uh, and, and looking for any calls to come in. Again, 707-895-2448 if you've got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports. Uh, so the playoffs have been rolling now, um, specifically soccer and volleyball. They've been going for about a week or two. Football's just about to get started. Uh, we're getting kind of into the deep, deep into the playoffs for championships, especially around local uh, high school soccer and volleyball. So there's only a couple teams that are still in. Um, I, I really quickly did want to give a kind of a blanket shout out to all of the local teams that made the playoffs and have since been eliminated. Um, there's there's a fair amount of them because there was a, a really good representation of the KZYX listening area, uh, local high schools making the playoffs. So because of that, there's been a lot of teams that have been eliminated since then. Um, and I, I didn't I didn't want to spend too much time going through all of them. So whether it was soccer or volleyball, just wanted to give a blanket shout out to the local schools that made runs or made the playoffs. It's always really cool to hear about those things. Um, if you're a player, a coach, or a fan of any of those teams and you want to kind of give us a call and, and talk about the season, you're more than welcome to do that. Uh, 707-895-2448. So just a couple of quick announcements I did want to get to on the local front. Uh, starting with boys soccer. So we're looking at the uh, Division Three boys soccer. This is the, the small school soccer. We have a local championship game uh, on the line on November 9th. So that is going to be on Wednesday. Anderson Valley High School has made it to the championship game. They will host at 2.30 on the 9th. They will host San Francisco Waldorf, who's going to make the trip up from the Bay Area. Uh, San Francisco Waldorf got in after beating Point Arena 3-2, to and Anderson Valley uh, got into the finals after beating Mendocino 5 to nothing. Wanted to, on general there, just give a shout out, three of four teams in the semifinals of yeah. all local schools. Um, yep. So... Anderson Valley in soccer, I, I really don't think there's a whole lot else I need to say. Um, if you've <laughs> never watched an Anderson Valley soccer game and you're in the area, I strongly encourage you to go take a look. Again, 2.30 on the ninth. Um, it is some of the most highly skilled soccer I have seen. It doesn't matter that they're at the small that they're at the small school level. They can compete with the schools all over the county, big or small. So I really encourage people to go out and watch that uh, if they have Definitely. an opportunity. Two uh, 2.30 on Wednesday, November 9th. Yeah. A uh, couple football uh, announcements as well. Football playoffs are underway. Vince, did you know that there's a separate eight-man playoff bracket now for eight-man football? I didn't know that that, that had become a thing. I thought, yeah, I thought that. I feel like that's been around for a few years now. Um, okay, yeah. I, I just totally missed that. For some reason, yeah, because uh, they went to eight man, God, like four or five years ago, pre COVID, I believe. So, they, yeah, they, you know, after a couple of years, they developed a playoff because so many teams went to it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's good. It keeps it helps keep the sport alive. Go, going to eight man, and we got a couple schools that have made the playoffs. So, Round Valley, they get to make the trip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, down to the Bay Area to Kazar Stadium Ooh. to take on uh, Stuart Hall. Uh, that'll be a seven o'clock kickoff. 
on uh, the 11th, um, which I believe is going to be Friday, correct? Yeah, that'll be Friday. So Friday Night Lights, 7 o'clock, Round Valley down in the Bay Area at Kazar Stadium. And then Upper Lake, they get a home game. Uh, they will play on Friday the 11th at 7 p.m. They're going to host Calistoga, so a couple of uh, local area teams playing there. Um, and then a little bit bigger schools. Uh, this is Division Seven. Didn't know there was there was such a what? thing in football. Yeah, there's 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 eight man all the way up to Division One nowadays. It's it's really so crazy. Eight, so is eight man the Division Seven or is eight? No, eight, eight man is its own division, and then Division Seven is eleven is eleven on eleven. Oh wow! Yeah, it's really what's, really wild. What, what school population is is that? This is gonna be uh, your Willets size schools. Um, okay. Yeah. So, and so speaking of Willits, uh, they will head up to McKinleyville uh, to play McKinleyville from up in Humboldt County. That'll also be Friday night at seven o'clock. Uh, a little uh, inner, I think it's an inner league game. Clear Lake is going to play Cloverdale. That will be at Clear Lake High School. Uh, that'll be a seven o'clock kick on Friday the eleventh as well. And then Kelseyville, they will head to St. Patrick's St. Vincent, which I believe is another Bay Area school. Uh, they will take on St. Patrick's St. Vincent. That'll be in a, a seven o'clock kick on the 11th as well yeah and then uh, the last or sorry go ahead no, it's just, it, it's just listening to those where those teams are headed like Covalo to, to Kazar Stadium the, the amount of miles these teams mm-hmm. are traveling to play a game yeah wow. and it's it's funny it's 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 not as crazy as I like the, the one that always I think is, is baffling to me is when you go to play a volleyball match four hours away and the volleyball match if it goes quick can go 40 minutes like but yeah. even with soccer it's like you're going four and a half hours five six hours to play a three-hour game it's yeah. it's wild at least they're on friday nights so like they don't have anything to do you know the next day but it's still pretty pretty crazy um and then one other announcement to make uh in terms of uh playoff brackets one division up division six uh the middletown mustangs they will they will head uh to justin sienna high school for an 11 o'clock or excuse me a seven o'clock kick that game is also on uh friday the 11th so again i wanted to give a shout out to all those teams uh if you are curious about a team or you wanted to look at those again you can go to cifncs.org hit the sports drop down and then just pick the team uh, that you want to uh, to chat about, or to the the team that you want to, uh, yeah, that you want to, that you want to yeah. uh, take a look at, yeah. Um, Vince, are you still there or no? Okay, it looks like we'll we'll get Vince back on here in a second. Uh, yeah, so 707-895-2448. You can give us a ring if you've got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports. And again, that number is 707-895-2448. Okay, so while we're waiting for Vince to kind of get things sorted out here, we'll continue on with the show. Uh, quiz question is still out, uh, and we're waiting for an answer on. Again, that is the oldest NFL franchise that is in continuous operation, uh, meaning it has the, had the same name and the same location. So if you want to give it a shout-out and know the answer to that, you can give us a call. Uh, but with that, we will move on. It is Sunday, November 6th, and we'll talk a little bit about what has happened uh, in the world of sports uh, today on on the 6th. And excuse me one second. I apologize. I did not have my didn't have my calendar pulled up. This is uh, I am dropping the ball here. I apologize. Um, so taking a look at what happened today on this day in sports, a uh, couple things. Uh, I, oh, I Vince, you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm back. Hey, we're back. Yeah. Awesome. 
So okay. this day in sports, huh? You yeah, want... this day in sports. Go for it. You took the notes on this one. You, yeah. this was, this was yours. Man, I was frantically trying to refresh my computer <laughs> there for a minute. Um, so not a whole lot in this day in sports, um, unless you're into like the Breeders' Cup and stuff. So I'm going to go mm-hmm. with uh, in 1969 on November 6th, the inaugural Cy Young Award was handed out to a tie between Denny McLean and Mike C- uh, Seller. Hmm. So the Cy Young Award did not begin until 1969. I, I guess, so it also, it was just named after Cy Young? Like it wasn't, they didn't give the award out as, hey, you're the best pitcher uh, for, for the first time. They named it after, they named it after him, like in a later, the first time they gave out the award? It, well, no, I'm assuming that this was, uh, you know, that the award was, you know, the, you know, I'm not sure how they would call it, you know, M- MVP for the best player. Was there an award for the pitcher? Oh, I got you. Okay. You know. Yeah. Oh, and Cy Young was a significantly old, uh, was he died in 1955. Okay, I got my got my timelines a little mixed up there. Uh, okay. That yeah. So they waited a little bit to, to name the award for him, but uh, got it, got you know, it, okay. obviously that that was necessary. And then um, in 1995, and this is an interesting one. I was working uh, for a Nike outlet in Silverthorne, Colorado. Um, and you know, obviously it's a Nike story at TVs everywhere. And I was in, I was working the day when Art Modell announced that he was moving the Cleveland Browns to Baltimore. And I had this, this poor lady in there wearing her Browns gear, crying on the bench next to the shoe department as he was announcing it. It was, no, yeah, it was, uh, it was a devastating for her. It was definitely, it was, you could just see her. Just emotional as could be, because you know, not the most winningest franchise, but without a doubt, a a rabid fan base. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I mean that that place is never quiet, no matter how good or bad that team is. It's very much like the Chicago Cubs of baseball. Yeah, good or bad, they're packing that place in and having a good time. Well, and it's crazy nowadays, Vince. Like you think about all the disappointment from fans when a player chooses to leave in free agency. Imagine as a fan base, if you wake up one morning and not only one player left, but your team is leaving. Like I remember because it happened right around when I was in college or maybe a little bit before that, but I felt the, the ripple of it. I remember my friends in college that were from Seattle, like they are still cut to like all the way to the heart because of the Sonics leaving and going to Oklahoma city. Like that still is a, is a, touchy subject with them so i can't imagine what that i think that's one like. of the worst moves ever yeah. yeah yeah it's crazy uh any any other ones uh for you or uh, just were those uh, the ones you had on there that that was really it um so uh let's see here um i do want to let's see the cy young award was commissioner ford frick's idea to honor the best pitcher in major league baseball got it i'm trying to see what the award was before him but i'm not not seeing that but they, no, that, those are the only two that really caught my eye that were worth mentioning uh, yeah. for this day in sports. Outside of, you, you said, all the Breeders' Cup stuff, which uh, well, I love a good horse race, but that would have just been a lot of, hey, this horse won the Breeders' Cup this year. It was that or, or who won the MVP or the Rookie of the Year, sure, sure. the award stuff. It was so nothing really, nothing that great caught my eye outside of those two. And, and the only reason I really thought of the, uh, the Cleveland, the Baltimore is because of your your trivia question. Has oh, sure, sure, sure. Not moving. So, so, 
Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, with that, then, uh, 707-895-2448, that's the number to call. If you've got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports, 707-895-2448 is the number to call. Um, so, Vince, we were talking, trying to figure out the show, like, what we're going to do, what different topics we're going to go about. And we kept kind of, like, coming back to one, one topic that we wanted to, to kind of dive into and I feel like we ended up coming back to it or we kept coming back to it because we kept getting hit in the face by it. Like every – there are some sports stories. I think the Brittany Griner story is a really cool – or not cool, but it's a really good example of something that evolves over a very long period of time where something happens, there's an up, then nothing happens for like a week or even a month, and then there's another update. I feel like this Kyrie Irving situation, every hour something changed with with yeah. this and yeah. and that was the part that was so baffling about it to me um i could start by kind of going over a quick like timeline of of what happened if you'd like me to the I other that yeah might be helpful for people who aren't up to snuff with it just a quick little synopsis of yeah for, for sure so so for people that don't know the name kyrie irving um he is arguably i think top 10 maybe top seven if not top five in terms of like pure basketball talent it just in a vacuum he's the point guard for the brooklyn nets um he is a he's one of the best players in the league has been since he started his his career he is currently and i'm gonna go to the end of the story then work my way backwards um he is currently suspended indefinitely without pay uh for a minimum of five games, I think one or two games have kind of uh, have gone since the suspension since the suspension was announced. Um, but he is currently suspended without pay. So how we got to this is the kind of the synopsis. Um, this all started when Kyrie Irving posted on social media. Uh, well, I'm going to say promoting. I think he can skirt it however he wanted to, or try to like kind of bend what he did but i'm going to say promoting um anti-semitic content in the in the form of a video and content uh from alex jones um after that there was this big media frenzy where he was really put under a microscope uh and it, it did and you know like, why did you do this why are you promoting this he tried to again kind of like defend it without apologizing for it um, there were a bunch of conversations with the league. He had a couple of press conferences that were very, very confrontational um, with with reporters. Through all of it, though, because I, I don't want to talk too long, Vince. I want to let you get get in on yeah. this. Through yeah. through all of it, I think the big takeaway was he never outright apologized for posting the content, or and also never directly answered the question: Do you have anti-Semitic beliefs? And from that, the NBA and the Brooklyn Nets kind of said, enough is enough. We have to do something about this. And he was suspended without pay until he meets a checklist of essentially six items that he has to complete with the owner of the Brooklyn Nets saying he has completed all, all of these things. Um, 707-895-2448, that's the number to call. Uh, Vince, there's so many different things we can talk about with this. I, just 
what is your experience with, I guess I'll start with this. What's your experience like with Kyrie Irving as a fan and then your reaction to him getting caught in this situation or putting himself in this situation? Well, it, it, it's kind of a bummer for me. I mean, I'm, I'm a big Duke fan, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, and Kyrie played for Duke. And, and for me, I feel like he's obviously coming, you know, you, you don't just go to Duke because you're a good basketball player. You do have right. to actually have some academic credentials to get in there. So I, I assume he's not stupid. But if you look at the history of Kyrie Irving, yeah, you know he he he's built himself a nest out of out of twigs of idiocracy. Yeah. You know he he just comes up with stuff that, you know I get it. I, I love people who want to challenge the the narrative and challenge the 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 you know, just the consistent narrative of of, of the world. Like I get that. But to be a flat earther. <laughs> to, to be completely like, you know, against the vaccines, I guess that one's a little bit tricky in a way. But but, you know, going along with his little thing here, you know, I'm pretty sure he's he's negated the moon landing. You know, th- this, uh-huh. this this movie and book he's putting out there is basically uh, <clears throat> saying the Holocaust never happened. It's like how many things in history that have a lot of evidence there you're going to continue to say haven't happened, you know, like. It's just, and this is kind of where I needed you to update me a little bit because I've just gotten to the point where Kyrie Irving starts talking, and I'm like, meh, I really have to shut to it off. Yep, yeah, just I shut really it don't off. have a reason yeah. to listen to this because you're, you, you have a platform. I respect that platform. I think athletes need to be able to use their platform and speak their mind. But at some point in time, there's got to be someone in his group that's got to be like, maybe not, maybe, you know, maybe that's not the best thing you should be doing right now. Or right. how about, you know, going at this angle instead? And so now he's got to backtrack and he's got to try to apologize and, oh, and say, maybe I didn't really believe in everything in that documentary. Yeah, well, you put it out there. So yeah. you put it out there for a reason. I'm just, I'm just disappointed. I'm disappointed in people like this who – you know, have a lot of, of, of young people who respect him and, 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 and look up to him. And these are the things that he's doing. Yep. You know, Absolutely. It's, like, it, it's, it's just very disappointing for me. Yeah, I, I want to get into the platform part of it as well and, like, kind of the people listening to, to, to him. Uh, but first, uh, hello, caller, you're on the air. Hey, good evening. Hey, hey I'm really brought, glad you brought up this subject because I was literally calling to ask you about it when you mentioned yeah. his name. You know, I understand what um, the previous speaker was saying, and obviously um, I don't disagree with it. But at the same time, um, the one big difference between uh, Kylie and Dave Kingman, let's say, is the social media platform. Um, Mm. You know, there have always been bigots in professional sports, and normally you would find out about it uh, from locker room talk or someone making comments or uh, sports writers being around a guy who made some off-color remarks and everything. Um, yep. So the social media aspect of it is the explosive point. But at yep. the same time, I'd like to point out, um, I don't know what's in an NBA contract, but um, is there anything in there about... Uh, you know, decorum with public statements and things like that, because everybody has a right to their opinion. That's in the Constitution of the United States. You are free to express your opinions. And so when we get into um, off-color remarks about ethnic groups or religious groups and things like that, hey, look, everybody has those opinions. I know I do. And... um, 
Yeah. There, the issue is, what are we going to do about professional athletes who can reach out to millions of followers in 10 seconds? I think that's an issue that needs to be looked at closer. So, anyway, that's my two cents. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I appreciate appreciate everything there. I, I agree with a, a lot of what, what you said is going to the platform part and, and like the social media thing being such a big difference. Uh, I I remember I was watching uh, Inside the NBA, which is TNT's postgame show, and those guys, are, I think, are as, as funny as they can be. They're also really smart guys. Shaquille O'Neal, Kenny Smith, and, and Charles Barkley. And Shaq basically said, like, when Kyrie Irving – does something like this or anyone that has the the social media following that he does as an athlete does something like this it undercuts social media for all athletes right it's like it, it pulls them all down with them because it it it, it just it's, it's it's impossible for it not to because they're all part of this really really influential bubble um that you know, Kyrie Irving puts something out there. He can say he wasn't promoting it, which, again, I, he tried to say he wasn't. But yeah. it's on his social media platform where he has – actually going to look this up right now because I, I, I'm curious. Uh, hold on. Give me one second, Vince. This, was, this is me uh, not being prepared. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> but this is a guy who has – I can't. I'm not gonna be able to find it. I was trying to find how many followers he had on Twitter. But but the bottom line being, like, he can say he wasn't promoting it. But even if he puts that out there with a link to it, saying like, "This is bad. Don't watch it." You've still got thousands and thousands, if not millions, of people that are now being exposed to it. And that goes to what the caller said about like you have to be careful about this stuff. Um, I I know, and I don't know why I know this because I don't know any professional athletes firsthand. But there are professional athletes who don't really run their social media accounts for this exact reason. So they don't put these types of things out there. Um, I, I, I mean, yeah, go ahead. I think, I think if you're smart as a professional athlete, you you don't use social media that much at all. I'm right. sorry. Like, right. The, you, and to the caller's point, like, I don't think that this needs to be looked into for, for athletes in general. This needs to be looked into for everybody. Right. Everybody has social media access. Anybody can download and upload these type of things onto their social media. Maybe they don't have happen to have the amount of followers, but this could be a movie star. This could be a a, a singer. You know, there, there's a lot of people with a lot of followers out there, not just athletes. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the point here is be smart with what you're doing. Know what you're putting up there because – you're going to you're going to get backlash from someone no matter what you're putting up there. So just be be smart. That's all. And and you know because now what did he, did he not think something was going to happen? Did he not think he was going to get backlash? He apparently definitely didn't think he was going to get suspended. Yeah, that, that's that's a great question. That's a great question. So I mean, now, at least now this this is how you regulate it. Oh, you right. want to put that out there? This is that bad. Now you're suspended. We don't know how long, and you're not getting paid. That's how right. you stop things you hit people where it hurts yeah well and, and he's feeling that impact beyond not getting paid by the nets uh and i like this is i would even argue this is probably more significant than being suspended by the nets without pay nike. is that nike has just indefinitely suspended their relationship now yeah. you can get into a whole other ethical conversation about nike and morals yeah. and, and all those types of things i'm not saying nike is a perfect company but by any means but there, but that shows 
how idiotic this was to do when Nike's like, no, we're done with you until you yeah. until until you put some out there. Um, the the list of items that Kyrie Irving has to has to go through uh, to basically get put in a position where he can be back on the court with the Nets. Uh, he has to apologize and condemn the movie, which I believe he has done. I think he issued a public a public statement there to, to an extent. Yeah, uh, I can't believe we even have to say that. Like that dis- that disclaimer of to an extent. Um, a five hundred thousand dollar donation to various anti hate causes, sensitivity training, anti Semitic training, meeting with uh, local Brooklyn Jewish leaders of the community, uh, and then basically the last one is he has to meet with the Nets owner and prove to the Nets that he has met the conditions above. Um, I mean. I mean, Jerry, when he comes out and says, I didn't mean to cause any harm, I'm not the one that made the documentary. Right. That's, that's not like, that's not an what apology. Is, what is that? Like, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, hello, caller, on the air. You know, Kyrie is choosing to be on a team. It's Mando Jim again. And when it comes to sports, you both know me well enough to know I have team rules. Like I think when you get together with 10 players and a coach, you move through space as a group. And at some level, when you're with that group, you have to be responsible to that group. So free speech is one thing, but being responsible for that free speech is another thing. Yeah, so absolutely. My point is we had team rules when we – when we coached Vince, Jerry, and if those team rules were broken, the team would suffer, and you would have to be true to the team and their rules. And that's um, Kyrie is traveling through with the team, and it affects the team, it affects his family, it affects every group he's with. So he has to be responsible now and take the punishments for those groups. He knows what this is. Real, real quick, just because I find this funny, because um, this is the kind of thing that I find funny, because I, I have some odd quirks. Uh, talk about the Nets. Ha- or the Nets are also being punished for this because you know Kyrie Irving's one of their best players. The Nets are two and zero since Kyrie Irving has been suspended. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild. I again, like, I, or not again, but I think so. Something that Vince said. I was so numb to this with Kyrie Irving in the same way Vince is like, he starts talking, I tune him out because he's just always been on the fringe of saying really crazy things and doing really crazy things. Uh, And it's like, it doesn't surprise me that he did this. I'm mad that he did it. I don't think he should have. I think it's terrible. I, but it's just like, I, I, I'm not surprised by it, and as a basketball fan, I really uh, I'm, I'm disappointed by it because I don't get to see him play. Uh, I wish he was, you know, a, a normal person because he's such yeah. a fun basketball player to watch. Definitely, and yeah. we missed a lot. We missed a lot of his action the last couple of years because yeah. of his, you know, of who he is and how he goes about life. Yeah, yeah you, you know, stupid things, didn't get vaccinated, went to a birthday party, missed a couple of games. Those are all stupid team things, uh, and he probably had to pay the fines and all that nonsense. But this hate speech stuff, I mean, I, my wife's Jewish, and all of a sudden hate speech from Kyrie, it's like it's a different level. I, 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 but that's, yeah, I guess it is, but I, I just go back to when you think the world is flat, I'm not surprised by anything you say after that. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think the, the, the hate speech the hate speech takes it to a different level, Jim, and I agree. It's it's now now you're really you're attacking people right. around the world. You know, whether whether you think it's just a benign thing to do to promote a documentary, you, you you're 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 alienating a, a chunk of society. And and it's very disappointing. It's hurtful to the NBA. It's hurtful to athletes. It's hurtful to a lot of different people besides Kyrie Irving. It's it's the it's one of the most selfish things you can do. Yeah, here it is, sports. I live for I, I've lived my life with sports and all. And just in the last week, Kyrie Irving does this thing. Wakes up all kinds of anti-Semitic stuff. I'm traveling to to New Jersey this week for for a this for a Jewish ceremony. And I hear on the news that they're asking all the synagogues in New Jersey to up their security. Yeah. yeah. Like, did Kyrie help with this? Are you kidding me? So anyway, yeah. I, I'm going to rant here and I want to get off. Alright, well Jim, we're going to move I think we're going to move on uh, We're going to talk about something a little yeah. more a little more lighthearted. I think it's not, we, we always try to balance things With the with the serious stuff and the goofy stuff um, So, yeah So so we'll move on Jim, and it's, but you know the rules If you got anything else in the next 20 minutes, feel free to give yeah, us a call triple dip, triple dip, Jim I've done it before, no I haven't done it before Well you could <laughs> You could <laughs> uh, 707-895-2448 Give us a ring if you've got anything you want to talk about Going on in the world of sports uh, Again, we're talking a lot about this Kyrie Irving situation But anything else you want to talk about If you want to give us a call 707-895-2448 Still looking for the correct answer to the trivia question as well uh, Again, the trivia question is What is the oldest NFL franchise In continuous operation Meaning they have the same name And or they have the same name and are in the same location That they started in Uh I, I could give a hint at this point. No, uh, I think I'll yeah, I'll give a hint. Um, they are an NFC team. I'll, I'll give that hint to to start to see if that if that sparks anyone. Uh, if you know the answer, give us a call seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. I'll give the answer. Make sure to give it before before we end the show. Uh, Vince, do you have anything else? I think we've kind of covered this in as much detail as I was expecting us to. And anything else you you, you want to add to this before we, we move on? No, no. I think we, you know, barring a caller wanting to talk about it, I, I feel like I'm good to move on on the Kyrie Irving. For yeah, sure. All right, yeah. good deal. So, <laughs> Vince, normally I I give Jim the option to pick pick a topic. Uh. At, at this point, so I will give you the right of of, of to, to to choose our next topic. If not, I have something I'm ready to talk about that I've been waiting to talk about with 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 Jim. But as I always like to give give my co-host the opportunity, if, if you've got anything on on your list that we talked about before the show that you'd like to go into, since I'm filling in for Jim, I'll just do what he usually does when you ask him. I pass it back to you. <laughs> okay, good stuff. So this article uh, that I that I wanted to talk about, this is an article that was in. It was. It came out over the summer. It was July sixteenth um, of of this year. So it's it's been on the back burner for for a while. But I I thought that there would be a really interesting conversation to be had around this because I think there's a way to to really open it up and have have some really interesting conversations. So there was an article that came out uh, again in in July of the summer that it was basically a piece all about the the chef that was in charge of cooking for the U.S. women's national team during their World Cup run. Um, and, and it goes into this whole thing about like his background, how he came up, uh, how he worked with the players to develop the menu, what he would do for them on their birthdays and things like that. 
Um, it's this really interesting article about this guy named Chef T. Uh, or uh, that's his that's his nickname, uh, Chef T. But again, it talked about like how he wanted to keep meals fun and all these types of things. Um, what I thought would be fun about this, Vince, that could be this fun conversation is just the idea of nutrition more in general. Where like you're a runner, and I imagine there's a whole nutrition world with running that I don't know about. I played college sports where well, before games, we had a team meal that was put together for us uh, by the, the college kitchen. Um, so I, I guess what has your experience been with as either as an athlete or as a coach when it comes to meals and sports and nutrition in sports? For I mean, for me, it was always just <clears throat> trying to avoid things that were, you know, going to cause any kind of indigestion. Or, sure. or, or like, uh, you know, uh, uh, reflux, like a gas reflux, you know, sometimes going to be, be, be uncomfortable, especially when, when you're running. You don't want to have anything you know, interrupting your breathing. Um, you know, I always told kids, just be smart. Try not to eat something that's super heavy that's going to make you lethargic. Like you don't want to go into a basketball game and pound a double cheeseburger <laughs> with fries, you know, and a milkshake. Yeah. You, you, you want to eat light, but you also want to eat foods that are going to feed you um at the same time so you know that was one of the things like like with running you wanted to eat carbs so people always talk about pasta but like well pasta sauce can kind of give you a little indigestion can kind of give you a little reflux so you want to you want to eat maybe something you know pasta but not with maybe with like a you know alfredo sauce or something like that something a little bit different so you just got to think about, you know, what's going to what's a going to sustain you through what you're doing, because there's nothing worse than being in the middle of an athletic event and being hungry. That's that's not good because mm-hmm. um, then your body just starts. You, you can feel yourself just not performing well, um, you know, so I don't really have specifics. I think some of the stuff you're probably about to go over with what professional athletes do and what you did at college is going to be really, really regimented and detailed. Um, but for me, it was just like, you know, make sure you're putting proteins in your body, but put, you know, more like, you know, nuts and things like that, where it's, it's easy foods to eat quickly and not like something that's just going to weigh you down. So, you know, that was kind of my thing, you know, a lot, a lot of, definitely a lot of greens, you know, um, stuff like that. So I, I just kept it light, light and yeah. simple, but yet that was really going to, that was going to feed your body. Yeah. It, the article is really interesting because it, it talks about how like, yes, he had that element to his his meal plan where he was doing those types of pregame meals. But at the same time, he also, you know, on their off days or, you know, they were on the road a ton. So he's, you know, they have a lot of time off. He's doing whatever they wanted, you know, whatever their favorite meals were. So he did burgers and pork chops and really good mac and cheese and stuff. Um, sure. But that, yeah, was, what, that, that was not right before a game. No, no, that was not pregame yeah. meals. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's funny. I was looking at a list of kind of some of the things and I remember eating all of these things. Uh, in our in those pregame meals, so pasta was one that you said, but there was never a heavy sauce, never tomato sauce. Sometimes there wasn't any sauce at all; just a little oil right. drizzled on it. Um, yeah, exactly. A lot of light meats, or not light in terms of color, but like you know, chickens, turkeys, a little bit of rice, that those types of things. Yep. Uh, yeah, and it was always really cool. You know, it was something that I, I. It was one of the more privileged things I ever felt going to a Division three college that we got a pregame meal cooked for us. You know, by the school kitchen. It was always, it always felt kind of cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 707-895-2448. we got about 12 minutes left on the sports phone here. So give us a call if you've got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports. 
I gotta uh, say, Jerry, I gotta say, I went to a, I went to a Division One school on a cross country and track scholarship, and they don't give cross country and track guys a free <laughs> a free race meal. That's for sure. You're on your well, own. You're on your it, own in those sports. It wasn't as good on road trips because on road trips we would just get a sandwich in a bag to to eat after the game. Uh, so it wasn't nearly as good going coming home from games. I, I have one story, and this is a quick topic. You know, we don't need this isn't going to go you know twenty minutes or anything. But I have, I have a story that I love telling uh, about pregame meals. I was probably in oh I would say fourth or fifth grade. I was playing on a travel team, and we were down in Sacramento or Roseville, somewhere down there for an AAU tournament, and we go to an IHOP for breakfast uh before our game uh we have a game at say it's like an 11 o'clock tip or an ihop at like 9 9 30 something like that uh. and i remember our coach uh looking at the ihop menu and just being like okay you can't order this can't order this can't order this can't and before i knew it i feel like the whole menu was off limits oh, and i think <laughs> I, I think he, at some point he realized we were at an international house of pancakes. Yeah, he said. He said, "To heck with it. Get whatever you want." I don't remember what happened in the game, but I just do remember that moment of like he was trying to do a good thing, making sure we ate right before the game. But we were at an international house of pancakes. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely not. Uh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Not not heavy food. So let's yeah. have a bunch of pancakes and maple syrup and. <laughs> Bacon and sausage. <laughs> oh, it was an effort, though. I give him, I give him props for the effort. Uh, so, go ahead. No, he was trying. I was just he was trying. Out. He was absolutely trying. Uh, 707-895-2448. Got about 10 minutes left on the sports phone here. Uh, give us a call if you've got anything you would like to talk about going on in the world of sports. Uh, I'm going to give another clue for the quiz question uh, as we get kind of close to time here. Again, the quiz question is... Uh, what is the NFL franchise that is in that that is the longest continuous operation? Uh, meaning they are in the same location and have had the same name. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just give an give one give a give a pretty pretty uh, I think pretty good good clue here. Um, uh, go ahead, Vince. Unless you had one. No, I, I, well, I, I give you your clue. It's nine minutes to go. It's it's. It's seeming like this one might. Do you roll this over to next week? Do we get no? We, well, we've never had to. We've always had a correct answer. Okay. Well, so I, I don't know. We're in, we might be in uncharted waters here. But the answer, I'm, the clue I'm going to give is the the trophy uh, that is given for the Super Bowl is named after a coach of this franchise. That is a good. That's a good hint, right there. I think that's a good hint. Late right. game hints, uh, something to maybe spark someone in a listener. So if you know, or spark something in a listener. So if you know the answer, seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Um, or you can give us a call and talk about anything else you'd like to talk about. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. We had a, a pretty good thing that'll come up the next time we have a November sixth on a Sunday for this day in sports. Tom Brady hit a hundred thousand yards passing in his career today. I can't. How old is he now? I, I he, sadly, I think he's my age. Uh, he actually might be younger, forty-five. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think 45. I'm older than Tom Brady. Uh, but uh, yeah, a hundred thousand yards passing, which is insane to think. Yeah, like Who, who's the who's the next closest one, Jerry? That's a good. That's a good question. Um, so I feel like this is out of Drew Brees is next on the list because I was looking at this like everyone after Tom Brady is also retired. That is. Wild. 
That's a lot of thousand yards. Like, yeah. I, I can't, I can't imagine that. Uh, hello, caller, you're on the air. Is that me? That is you. Okay, um, your hint, your hint makes me go Green Bay Packers. It is the Green Bay Packers. That is correct. Yep, Vince Lombardi. So they started in. I knew the guy's name. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So they started the Packers in 1921, and they've been the Green Bay Packers ever since. Uh, So it's uh, now, and I'm happy you called because now I don't have to figure out after the show if the quiz question rolls over to the next week. (laughs) Darn. Yeah. Oh, just okay, answer the question. Wait, wait. Any anything else on your mind? I don't have a bell, but um, uh, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, you guys were puzzling over how you happened to have this one item come up on your show, and just I don't know, it was in passing, and uh, I brought it up on your show, and that was about the statue of the dissident track runners at San Jose. I told you guys about that. Yeah, no, I do remember we were trying to figure out why we knew that because it, it came up. I can't remember why it came up, but yeah, that, that it, who are the right? It's, uh, oh, I'm going to get their name. Is it Jesse Owens is one of them? No, it's, no, no. It's, it's, it's the, uh, oh gosh. You know, yeah. they were down in Mexico and they raised their fists in, uh, in, 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 in black power style. Right. And so I just trying. can't remember their names right now. But yeah. I brought it up. Yeah. No. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Just trying to remember what right. where that came from. No. Oh, no, it's Tommy Smith. Tommy Smith and John Carlos. Yeah, no. That there you go. Is, that is a good use of an athlete's platform. Yes. Yes. Right. Right. And, and here, here's some young guys. There's a platform, and they're not afraid to use it. And I loved it. Absolutely. We got another call coming in. We're gonna we're gonna get right, that man. one going. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Thanks. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Has anyone guessed the um? the NFL team? We just were given the correct answer, but if you know it, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and, and shout it out there as well. Well, it's got to be Green Bay. It is, yes. Yeah. The Green Bay Packers, 1921 to present. Anyway, this is Tim from Moscow, and um, I, I wasn't going to call in about baseball or anything like that, but anyway, uh, the well. Cheat and Strohs win, win, and there's no joy in Philly today. Yeah, I, I mean, Vince, you're you're the baseball guy of, of the kind of the some of the core sports phone people. It, does that still loom over Major League Baseball? Like, yes, the, the, the cheating scandal with the Astros. No doubt it about it. Far, if, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, there, there, were, there were no repercussions um, for them cheating. They didn't lose anything. Their yeah. players stayed the same. And yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I was just kind of looking at Altuve's numbers. Um, uh, leading up to the scandal, and he had tremendous numbers uh, up to uh, 2017, and then they sort of fallen off the table. And um, so, I, I just I'm just amazed that there was no repercussions. And here's something that, that uh, Jim would enjoy uh, listening to the the Phillies. I was listening to the Phillies um, broadcast. Uh, the MLB was advertising uh, sports betting. Oh, <laughs> yes, they were. Yeah. Along with CBD oil. Uh, it, <laughs> well, yeah. hey, there's, there's something positive. That's not a bad thing. A lot of athletes are. Uh, are... Yeah, I, I know. It, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different world out there uh, for oh, me. Yes. But, but the, the sports betting was, uh, I, just, I, I couldn't believe it. But there you have it. 
Yeah, the sports betting is, is big. It's uh, that's that's uh, crazy stuff. But no, Jerry, I, I pretty much when it when it became the Phillies Astros, I I didn't even watch one pitch. I, I could have cared less. I'm not a Phillies fan, and I certainly could not watch the Astros. So that that World Series was dead to me. What was I'm just trying to think back with the, with a couple minutes we have left here. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight might be able to get anybody on real quick here. Um. The one that came to mind, right? So cheating in baseball, I know that this is a little bit different, but I I remember in 1919 when the Chicago White Sox, the, known as the Black Sox, eight of the players on that team were, were banned from professional baseball for losing on purpose. Now, I know that that's not cheating, but I'll put them in the similar stratosphere, right? Like in the... So, Compared to that, the Astros got nothing. There was a couple fines, and they lost some draft picks. Oh, totally. So it is, and, that and, is, and yeah. the worst part about that was is is not everybody on that White Sox team was 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 throwing the World Series. There were guys in the a great movie Eight Men Out is is a great movie about that whole thing. There were guys that put up amazing numbers for the White uh-huh. Sox in that World Series, and were still banned for life. They were basically yeah. just hiding, guilty by association type of thing. I mean, Shoeless Joe Jackson played his butt off in that World Series and was like the main name for getting kicked out of baseball. That was a bummer because that was something, you know, that was kind of mafia stylish thing that happened back then. And it could happen back then. It probably couldn't happen now. But that was that was a a farce for some of those guys, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I will give props uh, to the Phillies for at least making it a series. But yeah, like I. I was I'm not a big baseball fan, but I, I do appreciate kind of that insight of like the Astros still have this thing over over their. Uh, oh, I think so. Anybody outside of Houston is like, meh, it was yeah, yeah. definitely not happy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But hey, uh, an hour is come and gone. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about what's coming up. So Vince is going to be back next week. So we get to do it all again. Vince, if you're up for it, you want to do it all again next week? I, I'm going to be researching all week on good topics, <laughs> things to discuss. And I, I love gonna, it. Right, I'm going to sit right here in my bedroom and comfortably just discuss sports with you and, and hopefully we get a lot of calls and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Perfect. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up. Uh, thanks everyone for calling in and listening. Eddie, thank you for holding thanks, down everyone. in the studio. Uh, we'll be back next week. Same time, seven o'clock on November 13th. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks a lot guys. Thanks Eddie. This has been a production of KZYX Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. You can check out our website at kzyx.org to find more content like this, and consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thanks for listening. <laughs>